Men's health and career are deeply interconnected, with one influencing the other in profound ways. Achieving success in our professional lives often requires focus, dedication, and long hours, which can sometimes come at the expense of our well-being. However, prioritizing men's health is essential for sustained career growth and overall life satisfaction. Taking care of our physical and mental health not only enhances productivity and performance, but also allows us to navigate the challenges of the modern workplace. By adopting a holistic approach that includes regular exercise, proper nutrition, stress management, and work-life balance, men can cultivate a long, strong foundation for their careers. Corporate Thought, the podcast where we talk about everything from food to family to music to the life of entrepreneurship and anything and everything else that makes life worth living. Welcome to the show. Welcome to Corporate Thought. I'm your host, Mark Marling. Today, a very special episode. Weston Labar, the host of People on the Move, a podcast for the freight industry, recently had me on his show to talk about men's health as June is Men's Health Month. Weston and I thought it would be fun to record for one another's podcasts, and so what follows is our conversation appearing on both shows. And you might ask, why is this relevant to corporate thought? Well, I thought a lot about this. And while we talk about grit and determination within the entrepreneurial mindset, it's important to remember that while perseverance and determination are admirable qualities that drive us towards our goals, we need to remember that they should never come at the expense of our health. Our well-being should always be a top priority, as neglecting it can have long-lasting consequences. Pushing ourselves too hard without allowing for proper rest and recovery can lead to burnout, injury, and even chronic health issues. It's crucial to strike a balance between our ambitions and self-care, recognizing that taking care of our physical and mental health is not a hindrance to success. In fact, it's a prerequisite for sustained achievement. By listening to our bodies, setting realistic goals, and incorporating healthy practices into our routines, we can nurture both our determination and our health, ensuring we can thrive in all aspects of our life without sacrificing our well-being. So with this in mind, please sit back and enjoy my conversation with Weston Labar, host of Cargomatics People on the Move. So Weston, welcome to Corporate Thought. Thanks for having me. Mark, welcome to People on the Move. Thanks for having me. Well, I'm excited for today's subject matter, because whether you're in freight or not in freight, it's extremely important, but given the amount of men that uh, operate in the freight industry and how stressful these jobs can be, obviously wellness and health is is paramount for everybody. I I couldn't agree more. Um, This is a, well, I would say almost 
all industries. I'm, I'm yet to find the industry that doesn't have stressful work lives, yeah. right? Um, but you are correct. Um, shipping and freight are, um, although there are more and more women getting in the space, but it has always been a very heavily dominated by, by men industry. Um, it's also an industry that seems to enjoy the partaking of lots of social activities, lots of drinking, lots of heavy food. All of things probably don't lend themselves to men's health. <laughs> When's the last time you went to a freight event that didn't have the Bloody Mary bar at the 8 a.m. breakfast conference, right? Exactly. Um, and, and not just that, you know, the looking at statistics, 52% uh, of, of adult men suffer from high blood pressure. I joke that in this industry, it's probably closer to 100%. But uh, we're in a 24-7 industry. There's long hours. People, uh, literally businesses grow and collapse based on their supply chains. And what we do is, is not just important for the businesses that we operate in, but literally every business that we service. Because without our role in their business, they can't function. And so we, I know at least at Cargomatic, we take it extremely seriously um, as to the role we play for all of our customers and in the global supply chain. But uh, to your point, it's... Uh, it's a heavy stress industry because the mistakes that get made in the supply chain, they can cost millions, if not billions, depending on uh, what's being impacted. Sure. And so, you know, your audience is probably a lot of people in freight and transportation. My audience is a lot of entrepreneurs. Uh, some entrepreneurs are trying to end that and get them to be entrepreneurs. But same thing, people starting up their own business. Um, and some of the guests that I've had on the show talk about, you know, being down to um, their last nickel, being poured into their business, how they're how they're grinding it out, how they're doing all this work, and they have a passion for it and they have a love for it. And we talk about the mindset around it, but along with that comes health concerns, mm -hmm. and um, you can you can burn yourself out. You can actually cause some very serious damage to your future and um, it's all well and good that you're building a business and you're gonna put the work in but if you don't take care of yourself then um, your business is gonna suffer significantly yeah what's what's the old phrase the best ability is availability and I think that that's that's synonymous with whatever you do and as a person who's been an entrepreneur who started businesses one is you, you have to be fully invested to make it successful you, you cannot be a uh, pardon my trucker, but half-assed entrepreneur, right? You, you need to be 100% in, um, and uh, you are going to put in very long hours. If you look at any real successful entrepreneur, grit is the number one thing that distinguishes them from their competitors. It's not always the idea. It's not always the IQ. It's it's what are they willing to sacrifice to, to get to that holy grail? And, you know, I, I think in general, <clears throat> when we talk about men's health, uh, you know, stats show that 33% uh, or women are 33% more likely to go to the doctor just for annual checkups and or for illness than, than men are. And I know I've been there myself, um, somebody who always put off and delayed going to the doctor until I got married. And uh, I had a wife that just started scheduling those appointments for me. But, um, you know, in our nation, we're even tackling this, the whole idea of wellness versus healthcare. And, and we have to fight the first battle, which is getting people to subscribe to the healthcare aspect of it. When you're not feeling well, tell somebody. 
because it may be something that's a lot bigger and we'll talk a little bit about that because you just organized our ms bike ride which i thought was fantastic as as somebody who deals with some side effects of autoimmune disease myself there's there's an element of wellness that you need to address you know for myself it's diet it's it's fasting it's it's you know the right type of exercise um, but that's really where we need to get to it's educating uh, men and women uh, but me, really men on how to stay healthy and it starts with wellness but then if you're not feeling good or you're having some sort of healthcare struggle go, go to the doctor yep get it checked out because an an ounce of uh on the front end an, an ounce of uh attention in the beginning can save you pounds of frustration down the road well, I, I like the way you put that um it's very true the uh Men especially, myself included, put off, and I put off for years. And people who know me have seen me at one point in my life, um, you know, when my wife got pregnant with our kids, I gained the sympathy weight, and she lost the weight, mm -hmm. and I didn't. And finally, one day, I took notice, and I said, you know, when the suits didn't fit anymore, and I was literally thinking about having to buy another size suit, and I, and maybe it was like cheapness in me, I said... But more importantly, I wanted to be there. I wanted to be there for my family, and I wanted to be there long term. And um, I was not in a healthy place. And um, so, actually, you can tie it right back to cycling. So I started to cycle. I started to go to the gym again. I started to to put health in um, a very important place in my routine and in my life. And yet, I still didn't necessarily make the doctor's appointments, and I still mm -hmm. didn't do certain things. And very much more recently, I have really said to myself that as I am a few years older than you and, you know, middle-aged, that I need to be sure to take these things seriously and recognize that while, grit's a great word, while I, you know, put in the, the, the hours, the long hours, the work that's necessary in the job, I also have to put, making that doctor's appointment making that dentist appointment, making yeah. all those things happen that I wasn't otherwise doing. And you know what? They find things. They say, hey, you know, I ran a full battery of blood work beyond anything I've ever done so that my new doctor could get like a baseline on me on a bunch of things and started saying, hey, we got to watch this. we got to watch that. Things that I hadn't even thought to watch. But I will say over the last six months, having been much more attuned to this, um, I am sleeping better, mm -hmm. and a lot of the issues that I wor I wasn't attributing to general health, but I thought was more lifestyle results, maybe with some changes, all of a sudden those things are a whole lot better. A absolutely, I'm glad you brought up the dentist because a lot of people don't realize it. But you know, I I'm not gonna lie. When I moved to California originally and started a business, I wasn't really looking to pay for dental insurance and or teeth cleaning. <laughs> now I now I you know go twice a year, but. They, there are studies that show that actually uh, having clean teeth helps having a clean heart because that plaque actually goes down. And as we know, men, men are a lot more likely to have some sort of cardiac uh, issue in their lifetime than, than women are. Uh, so these are all important things about that preventative health care. And, and I think the biggest thing is if you understand where you're at, where's your cholesterol levels? What, where do you have vitamin deficiencies? It informs your diet. And when we're younger, we eat whatever we want. There's always that, you know, oh, I used to be able to eat whatever I want. And now whenever I eat a cheeseburger, I, you know, I can't fit in my pants the next day, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, 
that's really where a lot of this starts. I mean, for me, I know that the very first thing, I have all these old sports injuries. So like I, I go every six months and they do a, 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 a nerve ablation on my lower back because I have degenerative discs from a football injury. And I, it's like I can feel every place I got hurt in high school uh, as I get older when I eat poorly. However, uh, what I've noticed is when I eat a Mediterranean diet, a low-fat, low-sugar diet, uh, you know, it doesn't even have to be a mostly plant-based, although that helps, but low-inflammatory diet, I don't have those issues. And what does that mean? Well, when my back doesn't hurt as much or my shoulder doesn't hurt as much, I'm more likely to go to the gym because I don't feel like I need to nurse some sort of injury. And when I go to the gym, I'm getting more exercise. And these all lead to different things. So it, it, it really starts with understanding your body and then understanding what to put in your body based on your, your DNA, your, your chemistry. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very bullish on the future of wellness. Uh, you see in many areas, I mean, I, you know, living in Orange County and in, in Newport Coast at Fashion Island, they now have clinics that you can belong to and get a subscription and they do body scans. So you're not going to the doctor and racking up thousand dollar multi thousand dollar bills because you're sick but you're getting ahead of it and uh, and you know for me as I get older and and you know I'm, I'm not as uh, I'm not as old as my body tells me sometimes but it really does start with what you put in your body and then maintaining a rhythm because a, a, a an object in motion stays in motion but it's really when you start to feel down because of your diet uh, you start to you stop exercising, and then it just gets that much harder. And and I've augmented. I've gone from doing you know uh, powerlifting a couple years ago and running marathons, which I can't do anymore, to doing Pilates and doing yoga and doing things that uh, really help my body in a lot of ways that allow me to stay active. And I think at the end of the day, that's really what it's all about: is eating well and staying active. Yeah. No, uh, I think that's true. And now that I know that you have all of these abilities, because you mentioned that. Uh, you know, we set up a Cargomatic uh, MS um, uh, cycling team. And thank you for doing that. Oh, no, I'm thrilled to. Uh, the MS Society is something that and I always make a plug. People know that I'm, I've been involved with the MS Society for going on 13, 14 years now. Um, and I'm always trying to get sort of corporate partners to get involved. First of all, I think it has an impact to uh, employee populations. But I have found that um, as I have been talking about MS and raising money for MS over these years, I keep finding more and more people in my life that are affected by it, either directly or through a family member. And how many people tell me that they appreciate you know, the, that level of support. But now that I know that you're, that you're a good athlete, even though you've got old injuries, I'm going to make sure we're going to get you on a bicycle next yeah. year and ride it. I would have been there this year if my wife wasn't traveling. So I, uh, I, was, I was on dad duty all weekend. But, you know, it's because it, we're talking a lot about the physical. We're talking a lot about these things. But mental health, I think, is, is a huge part of, of the equation. And it's one that doesn't get as much attention. It's getting more attention than it used to. I still think in our industry, it's um, it's maybe we're not as progressive as an industry in freight as others when it, when we talk about mental health. I, I think we're actually very lucky to work for a company like Cargomatic that actually does take it seriously. Mm -hmm. uh, but you know, if your mind's not right, your body's not going to be right. And uh, you know, I'll even say, you know, for me, this is such a stressful industry at times. When you put your head down and you go through. Sometimes it leads to unhealthy eating habits, lack of exercise. We start replacing some of those good habits when our mind is not in a good place with bad habits. 
Uh, you know, and, and for me, the end of last year was extremely stressful. And I put on 30 pounds between Thanksgiving and, uh, and, and New Year's. And then by augmenting my lifestyle in January and February, going on a Mediterranean diet, doing intermittent fasting, I do an 18-6 intermittent fasting, which is the right one for my body style. There's actually, for those of you who don't know, there are tests out there. There are, there are the different websites you can go to where they'll let you know what's the right fasting schedule. I, I do a 16-8. Yeah. <laughs> So for me, it's 18.6, um, and, and I switch to a Mediterranean diet. I cut out everything inflammatory, including alcohol, refined sugars, uh, everything. And I dropped 25 pounds of bad body weight uh, in, in about 45 days. Uh, now, I was just getting back to where I was prior, but, that's, but my point is that stress is what made me say, I'm just not going to go to the gym, right? I'm just not going to do this. And, and I think it's important if you're having those feelings to reach out. I didn't realize how, how supported I would be when I reached out to our, our company. Everybody was very supportive when I was talking about just where my mind was. Uh, and I'm, I'm in a much better place now and I'm healthier. Uh, I'm able to be better for the company. So mental health is such a big part of it. But also I wanted to share because I didn't know, and I'm sure a lot of companies have this and employees don't know, but our healthcare gives you free subscriptions to mindfulness apps like Calm, Ginger, other ones, which they just help you do things like meditate or listen to mindful podcasts or what I use it for is sleep. I, I, it's funny because I, um, I have the Calm app. I've had it for years, and um, I use the sleep stories. That's what time. I do. Um, um, I will, people, some people know, um, I can make a plug for Sienna the Sleepy Sloth, my, one of my favorite stories that's on there. Check that one out. But... On mental health, I, it's great to, if you don't mind me tying this Please. into um, to my audience a little bit, because um, we talk a lot about the entrepreneurial mindset. Um, we talk about we talk about passion. We talk about creativity. We also talk about grit and perseverance. And there are hallmarks, and I think there's a traditional sense of even the people who like you know. Oh, I, 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 I'm working 18, 20 hour days and it's almost like a badge of honor. But in fact, it has some very negative effects, including on your, your, your mental state. Mm -hmm. So there's a balance. And so you've been an entrepreneur, you've started businesses. So balancing that, that grit and that perseverance with eight hours of sleep or, you know, uh, meditation mm -hmm. or things of this nature because you need to find a way to take some of that stress out of uh, out of your head um, and put it somewhere be a little be healthier here and the brain's a muscle and when you think about it right if you went to the gym and you just did bicep curls for 24 hours a day seven days a week 365 days a year your your arms would fall off <laughs> and when you do that with your brain where you don't give it the opportunity to reset shut off, uh, you know, whatever term you want to use, your brain's working on overload to the point where that's where burnout comes from. And I don't know about you, I haven't seen an entrepreneur be successful once they've burnt out. So it, again, it's, it's, I think the biggest thing is when, when you're starting to feel a little bit different, there's not an element of, you're not weak if you let somebody know that you're having some sort of issue. It's actually in this day and age, it's not just the right thing to do with all the resources. It's much more accepted. But I feel like strong individuals are willing to say, I'm having a problem. Can somebody help me? And, and I, you know, it's great to see professional athletes and uh, celebrities and everybody doing it. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to say that I kind of did that here at Cargomatic. And, and our CEO was the most supportive person that I could have asked for. And, and that was exactly what he said to me. He goes, Weston, you're not weak because you came to tell me that you're 
you know, you're dealing with some, some anxiety right now because of all the things we're building here. He said, but you're actually really strong because you did come to me. And, and to me, I'll forever be grateful for that because it helped me get back to who I am, right? Mm-hmm. And again, it helped me be healthy, help me be better. I, I know I'm going to be around a lot longer for my family, which at the end of the day, that's why we all do what we do. And I would suggest it also, it makes you better in the workplace. It makes you a better Absolutely. leader. Um, and you, and by doing that, you're setting an example too. And that, you know, I think even for the, uh, for the entrepreneurs out there, building something and, and there's going to be that extra layer of stress and worry. But even if they find a way to take on a, a meditation practice to do something, uh, it can be one of the, the healthiest and, uh, most life-changing things you can do to take a take a take that mental break and take that moment for that it doesn't have to be that you devote an hour in a practice if you have two minutes or five minutes and there's there's books out there and there are apps but there's a lot of of free resources out there Mm -hmm. to help you start even a small a small meditation practice. Yeah, I do a four minute breathing exercise about three to four times a day. It just kind of helps me reset my mind. It helps me, you know, breathe in the good juju and out the bad, if you will. Um, and just those little things make a huge difference. Uh, so I, I couldn't agree with you more. It, you don't you don't need to sit on the top of a mountain and, and pinch your fingers and om, but but it, you do need to take those little opportunities and. And for entrepreneurs, you know, again, coming from experience, one, I feel like entrepreneurs a lot of times try to put everything on themselves and and it's okay to work with your team. And at the same time, when you're feeling stressed, remember how that feels on everybody else you're working with. Because I I think in the startup culture, uh, everybody, everybody's got to be invested. Everybody's got to be working, uh, you know, long hours, very passionately, especially the folks before they get funding. Um, yep. you're, you're, you're using true sweat equity, but remembering that uh, everybody has, has different bandwidths, everybody has different needs. Just having conversations with folks as a leader, as an entrepreneur, and letting folks know that you support them, you love them, you care about them, it makes them feel more comfortable coming to you and saying, Mark, I just want you to know XYZ happened in my family, I'm in a bad frame of mind. Um, like those types of things go such a long way towards employee morale, longevity, uh, and let's be honest, there's there's only so much talent in the world. And when you work for great companies with great leaders, I, like look at the collection of talent that Rich has assembled here at Cargomatic. You st- those are sometimes the big difference makers when when people feel like they can uh, go to the people that they work for or leaders of companies and say, "I'm having a hard time." and then they get some sort of support based on the feedback, those people are gonna be around a lot longer and they're gonna to wanna to work 10 times harder for you because you believed in them when they needed it. So now they're gonna do everything they can to make everybody believe in you as the, as the leader of the company. So I would just implore entrepreneurs, like people are really what make things successful. And, and it, when you treat your people well, it goes a long way. That's fantastic. I, I'm gonna stop it there for, uh for uh, this conversation because I think you summed it up so well for my audience. So uh, so thank you, Weston, for uh, coming on Corporate Thought. My pleasure to come on Corporate Thought. And since we're doing this dual-branded podcast, <laughs> uh, thank you for coming on Cargomatics People on the Move. Uh, and for more information on either one of them, uh, I would incorporate or I would encourage everybody to follow Corporate Thought. Mark's got a really, really great um, 
podcast for entrepreneurs or anybody interested in business yeah. uh, and, and for anybody that's in freight, supply chain, goods movement, which I would argue is really everybody, um, I highly encourage people on the move. Not only do we uh, interview really great thought leaders and, and policy leaders, members of Congress, et cetera, but then we also have great updates from so many of our really capable and talented staff members on different things going on in the industry, conferences, uh, et cetera. So I think these are, the, in my opinion, the top two podcasts to listen to that aren't Philadelphia Eagles related. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah we'll, leave exactly. that, we'll leave that alone. <laughs> but uh, thank you for joining as well. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Thanks, Weston. All right. I hope you enjoyed this conversation with Weston Labar. As discussed, it's essential to recognize the profound impact our mindset can have on our overall well-being. The journey towards mental health is not always easy, and it requires courage, resilience, and unwavering determination. It's crucial to remember that seeking help is not a sign of weakness, but instead a testament to our strength and willingness to grow. By nurturing our mental health, we equip ourselves with the tools necessary to overcome challenges, face adversity head-on, and cultivate a more fulfilling and balanced life. Remember, you're not alone on this path. Reach out, seek support, and embrace the power of perseverance as you navigate the intricacies of your own mental well-being. Together, we can break down barriers, eliminate stigmas, and create a world where mental health is a priority for all. Keep persevering, keep believing, and always prioritize your mental health. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Corporate Thought. As always, if you enjoyed this, please be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes and rate us if you will. Until next time, this is Mark. Thanks for listening.